All right. How you doing, folks? Ron Raymond here from the Ram Report for a Wednesday. It is October 5th. Hope you're having yourself a good start to your wacky Wednesdays. As always, don't forget, subscribe to our channel by tapping that notification bell in the top right-hand corner or hit the subscribe button below this video if you're using a mobile device. Today's podcast is brought to you by the World Series of Handicapping.com Pro Football Contest. We are in season number 11. You can follow along. You can still play. You can still join and win the weekly prize, a free one-year membership at ATSStats.com. All you got to do is sign up, make seven picks a week, sides or totals, and rate those selections, seven units to one unit. And the uh, if you go 7-0, and oh, you will win a free one-year membership right here at ATSStats.com. Also, today's show is brought to you by BullpenPicks.com. Last day of baseball, and then we get right into playoff baseball, and you can follow the top baseball pickers. Preseason basketball is here, and you want to make your selections each and every day at BballPicks.com. And uh, I made my selections last night. Also, I made my selections in hockey last night. I believe I went 5-1 with my preseason NHL picks in in fact, when you go look, I had St. Louis, Buffalo, Vegas, Ottawa, New York Islanders, and I lost with the Kings. I could have picked up a, a, a mini cup. And if you want to follow my preseason hockey picks, make sure to sign up today at hockeypicks.com. And don't forget, you can use the ATS calculator at atscalculator.com. In fact, I'll do a, uh, a game tonight between uh, SMU and Central Florida. What you do is you go to NCAAF and you put in the two teams you want to do the results for. You click on create the ATS results. And tonight we got uh, SMU winning by 1.4. And we got the over-under landing right close to 50 at 49.9. And the total in that game 61.5. So we do have it going under the total. And you can sign up today at atscalculator.com Alright, uh, good morning everyone Good morning, good afternoon, or good night Wherever you are located on the World Wide Web My name is Ron Raymond I'm a five-time sports handicapping champion Based out of Ottawa, Ontario, Canada It is a beautiful day here in the nation's capital It's about, uh, I would say it's about 10 degrees And it's nice and sunny day Hopefully it's nice and sunny where you're at And uh, we got a great show lined up for you here today Yesterday we went over the, all the NFLs We looked at the early lines We gave them predictions with the computer picks today we're going to do the cfl and college football and also i'll give out my uh, nba nhl preseason picks we'll take a look at the law of average selections and i'll show you how that works and uh, we'll uh, finish it off with the top sports betting markets the top five sports betting options in the nfl and college football and then as always we always finish it off with uh, a little bit of practice we're talking about practice well actually it's the 80 percent club and we will uh, do that just in a few uh in a few minutes later on in the show all right um let me see here i want to say good morning to scott champion he's the first one in dilly dilly yeah dilly dilly you're the first one in scott vincent hayes in the house any best bets and uh big fan of yours and uh thanks a lot for uh, tuning in vincent and uh yeah no, i don't know if we'll have a best bet today but we will have some selections ats calculator is outstanding been using it for the last six months scott champion right on and I just updated. I just wanted to make sure because I know, um, you know, somebody mentioned, I think it was you. And I said, you know what? Well, I want to go on the, uh, make sure I go on the ATS calculator and make sure it's all up to date. And, uh, yeah, so I'll be doing that. Richard Taylor's in the house. Good morning, Richard. Hey, all the uh, ramblers, gamblers, and, uh, are stumbling and tumbling into the, uh, the bullpen right now. And, uh, which, uh, that's what we call our bullpen. And again, if you want to follow the brain report, all you got to do is, uh, make sure you go to our YouTube channel and hit the subscribe button. So this way, anytime we go live on air, You'll be notified that the uh, Rim Report is uh, live every uh, Monday to Friday, 10.30 Eastern. And uh, we will uh, be here right for you guys. 
And if you missed the show, catch the replay. You can catch it on YouTube or we also post it on our website at atsstats.com or you can download us on your favorite uh, podcast platform, either Spotify, uh, Apple, wherever you download your podcasts, we will be there as we, uh, right after the show, we always load up our podcast. So this way, uh, wherever you're looking, listening to your podcast, we will be there hopefully. All right, I'm introducing a new, as you can see, I already gave you guys one of my new toys here in the toolbox, hey, the sound bites. You know, you gotta have fun when you do the show, right, uh, Rex? Can we have fun? You're damn right. I demand that we have fun. Yeah, we always have fun here at the Ram Report. And today I'm introducing a new soundbite. You, you guys know I love Mike Singletary, right? And I, it's time, I think it's time to party here. What do you guys think? Hey, baby! We're gonna be here all day! We're gonna be here all day, baby! I like this kind of party! I like this kind of party, baby. Yeah, we like this kind of party. That's that's what we're going to say to our bookmakers. Every time we go make our bet at the bookmakers today, hey, whenever you log in your bet, I want you to, to you know open the, the, the front door and just yell this. Hey, baby, we're going to be here all day. <laughs> we're going to be here all day, baby. I like this kind of party. Yeah, and we'll see if the bookmaker likes this kind of party. So that's uh, the new soundbite I'm introducing today. So we're going to party here on a wacky Wednesday. And, uh, yeah, you got to love Mike Singletary, eh? Isn't he the best? I want winners. Yeah, Mike wants winners. And, uh, man, I, I, I say this all the time. I would have loved to play for Mike Singletary, eh? Just uh, smart, intense, and uh, great coach. All right, so we got a great show here lined up for you guys today. And uh, today on the show, we always uh, tune into the podcast. We do our uh, our sports betting tips 101. Let's get to the sports betting tips. And uh, speaking of tips, if you go to the um, if you go to the, uh, the the podcast on our YouTube channel, if you scroll right down to the bottom, uh, last year I did a thirty and thirty, just like that ESPN thirty and thirty. But I did thirty tips in thirty days. And if you want, uh, if you're new to sports betting, it's probably one of the best things you want to go look at, just to uh, you know get a little bit of uh, tools in your toolbox. In fact. Let me bring it over here. Go right to the bottom and click on uh, Ron's top 30 sports betting tips. And you can see all my tips right here, uh, 30 and 30. And uh, that was a lot of fun. I, I really enjoyed doing that. And uh, I think it's it's going to help you with your sports handicapping. And you got uh, 26 years of experience right there. And uh, it'll save you a little bit of a uh, little bit of a headache or a little bit of time uh, with your sports handicapping. All right, let's get to the uh, rain report, the fundamentals of uh, rain report. And if you are tuning in for the very first time, uh, this is you, you need a game plan, right? Everybody has a game plan. Our formula is this. We go out, we hit people in the mouth. Yeah, well, and this is what we want to do, right? We want to hit your bookmaker in the mouth, and uh, they're going to love that party too, right? All right, so we always look for value in our selections. I play the percentages, the percentage play. Number three, the performance cycles, player availability, and a disciplined money management system. I always like to uh, see how many units I should wager on. Today on the show, you're going to hear me talk about uh, the A, B, and C type teams in the Ram Report and teams that are bullish, neutral, and bearish. And in the uh, NFL, college football, CFL, teams that are bullish, they're teams that are 3-0 and or better. Teams that are neutral, 1-2, and 2-1. Two, two and one. And teams that are bearish, teams that are, uh, as Joe Namath would say, struggling. Yeah, they're 0-3 or worse, right? And uh, good morning, Lee Clark. There's my good friend, Lee Clark. Good morning, morning bullpen. Let's cash on a uh, wacky Wednesday. Show me the pearls. So how about, well, I'll show you the pearls and I'll also show you the money. Show me the money! 
There you go, Lee. We got a little bit of cash going your way, eh, Randy? Straight cash, homie. Yeah, straight cash. Morning, bullpen. How's everybody doing? Says Ron B. And you know it's always a good show when you're starting off the show with two Rons in the house, right? A Ron B and a Ron R. All right, so I love that. Uh, ten commandments, right? Let's uh, get to the ten commandments of sports betting and again i think i'm going to update this week now that baseball is uh, winding down i'm going to have to uh, replace that with some basketball and some hockey tips uh, thou shall not uh, bet big money on c-type teams in the rain report hey we don't do that uh, never never no you don't do that no never lay points bet the money line or take the points or bet the over under never bet on double headers in baseball no you don't do that too. yeah we got one today follow a disciplined money management system like the rain report never force a pick because you need action on a game yeah you don't do that no, you don't do that you don't do that oh, why no, not never never why not hey why not never chase losing bets on a bad day bet with your wallet not your heart you're trying to beat the number you're not trying to score points in your fantasy league know the difference between um you know the number and the the uh, the, the lineups right even though the lineups are important but always remember you're trying to beat a number it's your number against the bookmaker's number and that's the uh, the name of the game never bet against eight type teams who are bullish at home no you don't do that nope you don't do that the 24-hour rule of betting take a day off after a big win enjoy the win know when to cash out make it to cash out monday you know i, I read a great um, comment the other day um, somebody says they've been betting since 2005 they had a good bankroll increased and he says you know what i cashed out i don't know if he cashed it all out or he cashed some but uh it's it was great to hear that because how many times and you know what if you're honest with yourself and this is the, the great thing about doing these podcasts you know you can watch them anytime you can listen anytime but if you're not honest with yourself and you're just going through the rhythm you're going through you know the the the, the you know the show and you're not really you know doing the the, the work and the leg work and you're not being honest and you're not you know uh, applying the the golden rules of sports betting when was the last time you yourself you watching you, you you listening right now when was the last time you cashed out at your sports book and if you've been doing this a long time and you haven't cashed out now is the time to evaluate your sports betting options right hey or ask yourself this one question <laughs> what the hell's going on with your uh, with your formula, right? So if you are sports betting and you haven't cashed out in many months or many years, you got to ask yourself that one question: What am I doing wrong? Right? Let's be honest, and that's the, the name of the game. You got, you're in this to win it, right? You're in this to win it. You're not here just to, to make the sports book. What do I say all the time? Sports book, they're not your friend, right? What did I say? Today's uh, the number one sports uh, the sound bite when you open the door to the sports books. Hey, baby. Yeah, I like this kind of party, eh? Oh man, that 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 fires me up like you wouldn't believe. Every time I hear that soundbite, I just get so like I got goosebumps just thinking about that soundbite, eh? I mean, we'll be here all day, baby. Uh, defensive guys are wired different, eh? Anybody who's coached football just knows defensive guys. Great, great guys. They're just a little wired differently. That's all. Never bet on teams who are bearish. Uh, no, yeah. You don't do that. Yeah, you don't do that. And that is uh, some of the top ten commandments today of the Ram Report. Also of the rain report here's my money management system a a b and c type teams 
You want to bet on teams that are bullish, neutral, and bearish and follow the units of the recommended uh, situation. And those are your home and away teams on the money management system. And if you want to follow this and you want to know more about the Rain Report, go to atsstats.com, go to tools, sports betting tips, and this is where you'll see this page. And also, there's another page right here. Go to, um, I believe, where was it? The uh, uh, crap, I think I took it off. Uh, I'll put it back in. I think it was the grit. No, the, the, yeah, the book. You can always get the book too. But I did have a, um, I, I do have some articles on here on how to avoid uh, beginner's mistakes, right? So I think it's, if you go to college football right here, uh, look for beginner's mistakes. If you just click on the bottom here, one, two, you'll see there's uh, some articles. Uh, right here the 10 commandments of sports betting here it is how to avoid beginner's mistake in sports betting and if you want this uh, link ask for it i'll post it into you know what let me do that right now i'll post this link into the uh, chat box or the comment section i'll do it in the comment section so i'm just going to the uh, the website right now and i'm just going to post a comment and that where the this is where the link will be let me see if i can open this up here um, I don't think I can do a comment when I'm, uh, I'm, I'm live on the show. All right, so we'll do it after the show. I'll post the comment after the show, so this way uh, you guys can see it. All right, uh, I saw my good friend, uh, OG Weeds in the house. Good morning, OG. Hey, morning, Bullpen. How's everybody doing? Uh, let me see here. Mark Nation. Morning, everyone. Seems uh, Sun seems a little brighter today in uh, Atlanta. Hey, you guys are so hot there in Atlanta, the, the baseball team. Braves win East. My high school girls flag I'm coaching won their first two games. 26 to uh, 26 nothing in 19 to 2 and uh boom hey there's a little uh little cheer a little cheer for mark's uh, uh, uh girls uh, high school flag football team and uh, hopefully you guys are having a lot of fun you know when you coach football the, the and if you're a young coach <laughs> you, yeah when you're a young coach in football you're trying to establish a reputation and i know i'm not uh, talking about mark here i'm just talking about any football young coaches out there or even baseball coach or hockey coach or whatever basketball coach when you're getting new you're trying to establish that reputation you want to win and you know some people do it for fun some people want to do it as a career the one thing you got to remember is have fun right if you don't have fun can we have fun you're damn right I demand that we have fun. Yeah. And anything you do in life, you don't have anything. If you, anything you do in life, you don't have fun. You got to ask yourself why you're doing it, right? And I'm, I'm sure I connected on a few uh, people right now just by talking about that. You know, a lot of people were doing these things, and it's like, well, why am I doing this, right? Why am I doing this? If you're not having fun, hey. <laughs> lead what's that old saying lead or get the hell out of the way or get out all right yeah i'm definitely not young says lol mark nations <laughs> that's funny hey holy cow yeah holy cow all right uh again we're gonna have a great show for you guys lined up today but before we get to the um the rest of the show let's uh, go feed some ponies One minute to pull, say. People running to the uh, the wicket right now. Give me the two. Give me the two. <laughs> yep, they're off and running today at Parks Racing. Race number one today at Parks is a $7,500 claiming race. 12.55 post time. It's one sixteen miles on the dirt. And we are going to recommend the number two horse, Curlin Lane, with Salgado in the saddle on the two. Eight to five morning line on Curlin Lane. The number three horse to place... 
Cape Hedge with Haddock in the saddle on the number three horse. And the number one uh, horse today, Victory is ours with Hernandez taking the ride. Six to one morning line. And your Joker's Wild is the number four horse, Ricky's Revenge. Rodriguez Castro is taking the ride here on the number four horse, five to one morning line. That's our Joker's Wild selection. And you know what? If I'm going to play this one here today, I'm going to go with the three horse, Cap Hedge with Haddock in the saddle. And uh, what you want to do is take the uh, double dutch betting system and if you have a 20 dollar budget put 10 to win 10 to place on today's at first racing at parks the number three horse cape edge this way it comes in first you get paid twice comes in second you get paid once which is also nice and you want to make all your bets today at parks racing using the uh, ats stats horse tip sheet right here at ats.com in fact we have a lot of tip sheets if you go to our horse uh, section and uh, it, you know when the uh, when the pandemic hit i was bored <laughs> and and the thing is when people are bored we get creative we get busy and i created a brand new uh, from scratch a whole the horse racing tip sheet section with our programmer and uh, you can see here all the premium tip sheets for today uh, october 5th we got all the tracks and we also got the tracks for tomorrow october 6th including um belmont at the big a and if you're like me you're saying okay what's the belmont at the big a i thought you know belmont was his own thing and where's aqueduct right well apparently aqueduct is going through some constructions and now the i guess the winner racing is at aqueduct and now they're calling it uh, belmont at the big a meaning you know it's supposed to be at aqueduct but we're going to be at belmont and this is their way of uh, including aqueduct so that's what i think it is but uh hopefully you guys uh, uh are betting the ponies and if you are betting the ponies hopefully you are using the uh the tip sheet here at atsstats.com and i see my good friend is in the house put that coffee down coffee's for closers and gloria k is a closer dilly 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 yeah she is a closer mitchell watson's in the house good morning mitchell and uh, good morning bullpen and good morning coach and if you're just tuning in right now if you're betting with your sports book i want you to have this this mean look when you get to your mouse and when you get to the front door of your sports book i want you to knock on that door and say this hey baby we're gonna be here all day we're gonna be here all day baby I like this kind of party. Yeah, I like this kind of party. Hey, Ron's got a new toy, and he's going to over-abuse it today. All right. You know you know the rules, eh? Once I get a new uh, sound bite, uh, I, I kind of uh, beat it to death. All right, but uh, you know what? Money never sleeps, right? Money never sleeps, pal. Just made 800000 Hong, Hong Kong, Kong gold. gold. All right, let's get to the market watch, and this is the SBI, the Sports Betting Index. And what we do in this segment is we take a look at the sports betting index to see uh, how uh, Major League Baseball teams did yesterday. And I know the home teams did very well. I think they went like 10-4. and four. And look at the favorites, 12-5 and five for the favorites yesterday. And, um, yeah, wow, that's that's a pretty good day. That's a pretty – well, actually, you know what, the doubleheader. Um, I don't know if that Toronto game, so maybe it's 11-5, and five, but I'll double-check. 9-8 and eight for the over-unders. And you can see on the seven-day average, 64.7% of the favorites won yesterday. 56.7 on the uh the seven day average to the under so if you are uh yeah we're neutral market when it comes to over unders but we are very very bullish when it comes to uh betting baseball straight cash, yeah, straight cash when you're betting baseball with the favorites right now in major league baseball hey good morning ron uh, good morning crew says halliday henderson good morning halliday yes sir let's go let's get it let's get that uh, let's get that straight cash today straight cash, homie. 
Yeah, and uh, if you're wondering about, uh, hey, <laughs> if you're wondering about some of the offenses out there in the NFL, how about our offense? <laughs> when are we gonna put it together? Yeah, I know the offense is okay in, the, in Detroit. It's just the defense. They got to get that defense going here today. All right, let's take a look at the uh, NBA preseason games here tonight. And again, if you want to make your picks in preseason tonight, uh, I made my p- uh, picks. I'll make them again today later on, and uh, you can follow those picks on our website. So what I'm gonna do each and every day, I'm gonna make my picks at uh, b-ball picks and then i'll post the video on our youtube channel same thing with nhl hockey and let's go to uh, the um let's go to our dashboard and let's go take a look at some of the nba games here tonight i watched uh did you watch that game last night between um chicago um i forget what they're playing chicago let me see here who's uh, chicago playing last night i think it was new orleans and there was no sound like it was just watching like uh, an empty arena uh, with just you know you hear all the 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 the, the home announcer but there was no like there was no um uh, announcers or nothing was it maybe it's a um on nba tv in canada but there was just it was a weird weird it was like uh, okay i i get uh, some people do that sometimes but um you know the the networks but i, I thought that was pretty weird I, you know you want some announcers at least hey is that where we're at now in the in the sports world we're cutting budgets we're, we're cutting the announcers all right let's take a look at the um the the games for tonight we do have what four or five games tonight in the nba in fact uh, we got about one two three four five games and uh, we got one in philly you got the sixers taking on the cavaliers lines four and a half the over under set at 219 now we do have philly winning tonight 110 to 104 and uh, the total landing on 215.84 and again keep in mind this is preseason, so uh don't don't go too crazy right and 85 percent chance of winning here for philadelphia against the cavaliers we've got the pacers as a two-point road favorite against the uh, charlotte hornets and uh, we do have the pacers winning this one 114 109 uh, but uh, look at that 64.7 percent chance of winning only 21.4 for the uh, charlotte hornets according to our analytics Raptors taking on the Boston Celtics. We got the Celtics a four-point favorite, the over/under at 217, and we do like Boston here tonight, 103 to 100, the over/under at 204.2. Dallas taking on the uh, Oklahoma City Thunder, minus seven is the line here on the Mavericks, and uh, 214 half is the total. We do like Dallas winning by 12. Look at that, 112 to 100, and a 68.4 percent chance of winning. We got the total landing on 213. I think it's the only total that we have going under the total, and then Phoenix taking on uh, the lakers lakers a three-point home dog the over under at 215.5 and uh, we got the uh the suns winning tonight 111 to 107 over under landing on 219.28 so we do like it to go over the total a 61.9 percent chance of winning on the percentage play compared to 23.08 for the uh, la lakers and uh, keep in mind this is preseason basketball so don't go crazy and if you're gonna bet these games i recommend beer and pizza money all right let's get to the nhl and uh, let's see what you guys are you guys betting preseason right now i'd love to hear what you guys are doing if you're betting on preseason uh, baseball uh, basketball i know baseball i've kind of melded in right now i just um i, I don't feel like uh you know there's with 15 games it's just there's and then we don't know the lineups and there's everything's all determined I, I just don't see any value in betting baseball right now it's just and it's not that i'm you know lazy but it just my priorities are not uh, handicapping uh you know non-competitive uh, games in, in baseball when you got uh, 75 college football games you know 16 nfl games preseason basketball preseason hockey you know it's just uh yeah i'm just getting ready for the uh uh the uh, major league baseball playoffs right 
and uh, I will tomorrow will be a show dedicated a bit to the um, the World Series, and, and uh, we'll have some futures prop for you guys tomorrow. Tonight in the NHL, Yankees money line says Elliot Ronald. Uh, my best bet, I like the Rangers today. Also says Elliot V. All right, he's talking about NHL hockey, and you can see the Capitals a huge chalk here tonight, minus two fifty. Totals at six, but you know what? Uh, Detroit's a, a young team that's on the up and up. I'm gonna watch uh, this game tonight between the Red Wings. I like their uh, their young stars and uh, Washington. You know, Ovi's not getting any uh, younger. I think he's got more gray hairs than me now. But uh, 57.9% chance of winning. Don't lay 250. You know, don't do that. Right? Uh, uh, where's my? Uh, no, you don't do that. Yeah, don't lay 250 in uh, in preseason hockey. If you do, um, I got some land to sell you in the <laughs> in Florida somewhere. Uh, Boston taking on the New York Rangers. Minus 150 is the line. Five and a half is the total. And I got the Rangers winning tonight. 3.4 to 2.4 the over-under. Landing on 5.87. A 59.3% chance of winning for the uh, the Blue Shirts against the uh, Boston Bruins. And a 29.03% chance of winning on the Bees. Calgary taking on the Winnipeg Jets. Minus 120. So you got a, a pretty good of a discount line here at minus 120. Five and a half is the total. 59.7% chance of winning for the Jets. 39.9 for Calgary and I got the total landing on 5.59 you're defending Stanley Cup champions a big uh, heavy favorite but I'm not going to uh, lay 230 no you don't do that no you don't lay 230 the stars the total is at 6 a 64% chance winning tonight on the Avs compared to 38.6 for the Dallas Stars 5.63 is our total and uh, yeah I'll probably uh, pass on that one and the last game on the West Coast tonight in British Columbia, you got the Vancouver Canucks taking on the Edmonton Oilers, and the uh, the uh, the Canucks a 125 favorite. The over under set at six, and we do have the Canucks winning at 42.8. So, um, yeah, yeah, percent chance of winning compared to 31.8. How many teams are below 50 percent chance of winning? I think that's uh, was there another one? Yeah, that's the only one here tonight. When you look at all the percentage play, uh, the Vancouver Canucks are the only favorite that has a lower than 50 percent chance of winning. And uh, if you're betting pre season the one thing i would recommend look who's in the lineup right go see who um you know the nhl like if you look at last night's game uh the sends and the habs you know they're, they're gonna put the first two lines you'll get the the suzuki's you'll get the brady kachaks it's the third and fourth line guys you gotta see you know because they're at the end they're trying to make cuts those are the guys are gonna give more time it's just um to me preseason hockey and basketball it's a good time to evaluate watch it don't have a lot of stress and if you're going to bet those type of games beer and pizza money only all right let's get to cfl and then we'll get to the uh, college football only four games of this uh, uh week in the uh, canadian football league well there's only four every week right but the last couple of weeks we had three that's because uh, this uh, monday in canada is uh is thanksgiving so uh hey we're already at thanksgiving in canada man Time flies when you're having fun, right? Hamilton Tiger Cats, a one and a half point favorite against the uh, Saskatchewan Rough Riders, and uh, you can see here we do have the uh, the the, uh, the Tabbies winning twenty five point one to twenty three point nine. The over under at forty nine point one, so we do like it to go a hair over the total. And look at the chances of winning the game straight up; it's pretty much even forty seven point three for Hamilton, forty two point seven for the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Saskatchewan coming off a loss against the Blue Bombers, 31-13, while the Hamilton Tire Cast lost in Montreal, 23-16, and Saskatchewan on a four-game losing streak. 
BC Lions taking on the Toronto Argonauts. Now the Argonauts got spanked in Calgary last uh, weekend. 29-2 was the final. BC took care of, uh, actually got uh, Paul Lapelise fired here in Ottawa. 34-19 for the um, BC Lions over to the Red Blacks. And we do have a 45% chance of winning for Toronto against BC. Um, you know what? The West has been strong this year. Toronto is the only team that really, in the East, I think that uh, you know is, is probably going to give uh, any team any headaches. Not winning the Grey Cup. The, the West is going to win the Grey Cup this year. I don't see any Eastern team going and winning the Grey Cup. But uh, that will be an interesting game. This will be an interesting game. BC on the road. They're 10-4 and in the season. Toronto 8-6. and six. Um, But they got Brock. They had a pretty good run here. But it was all against Eastern teams, I believe. Uh, maybe a Western team in there. But uh, yeah, last week, reality check, right? Where was the offense? <laughs> Toronto, where was the offense last week? How about our offense? <laughs> when are we going to put it together? Yeah, they didn't put it together in Calgary, that's for sure. Edmonton taking on the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. The uh, the Bombers, a 13-point favorite. The Elks, um, let me see here, coming off a 25-18 loss in their last game against the uh, Montreal Alouettes. And uh, we do have um, Winnipeg winning this one, 31-18. The over-under at 49.7. A 74% chance of winning for the 13-2 Winnipeg Blue Bombers. And uh, Bob Dice taking over here uh, for the Ottawa Red Blacks. They'll be in Montreal on Thanksgiving Day against the Alouettes. Alouettes a touchdown favorite. The over-under at 49. And we do have Montreal winning that one, 32-17. The over-under at 49.9. Montreal coming in on a three-game win streak. And that is your CFL report for week, I believe it's week 18 already in the Canadian Football League. All right, let's take a look at some of the uh, college football games. I'm parlaying two team parlays on the money line, says Elliot V. We can bet on baseball on Friday, says Tongue Tied. Yep. Yeah, it'll be good. Hey, the Blue Jays in Seattle. That's uh, you, you, I prefer Seattle than Tampa Bay, that's for sure. Tampa Bay scares me. Hey, that's why I bet them all year. They're a good team. Speaking of football, we do have some uh, college football tonight. You got uh, Central Florida going up against SMU. Now, the Mustangs coming in as a three-point road underdog. The over-under is set here at 61.5. And according to our numbers, look how tight we have this game. 33.11. 33.03 favoring um, UCF. And uh, you can see the totals at 66.1. But uh, look at the chance of winning. You see, the one thing when you're using the rain report and you're using the uh, computer selections, I, I used to follow this a lot, and I still do. I still follow the analytics of the forecast, but only I put more stock into the total. I really, I, I put, like, when I'm, if I'm doing the side, I'll prefer looking at the chance of winning the percentage play than the, the forecast that I use here. But if I do use the forecast for the total, so we'll keep an eye on the total tonight, and we'll, we'll uh, report back tomorrow to see uh, how close this was to the actual forecast. But uh, look at that. We got SMU at 50% chance of winning. Uh, they're on the road. I'd have to take a look at the rim report. In fact, let me um, let me bring over, uh, let me see, the last game. Uh, see, I see. Because of the, uh, let me just uh, bring this over. Because this game's been pushed back a few times, so the, the feed, I got to delete some of the games in the feed. But uh, let me go to college football. Let me bring over the RAM report. Hey, this is the actual tip sheet, the RAM report. Uh, when you sign up with your membership, go to college football, get the RAM report, and you go to the game. And uh, you can see here uh, Central Florida's last game uh, was against uh, Georgia Tech 27 10, and SMU uh, lost to TCU. They lost to Maryland, 
they beat uh, Lamar, and then they, uh, they beat North Texas, right? So they're beating the beatables, but they're struggling, eh? Struggling. Against the Division One teams, right? For Central Florida, you know, so uh, let me see here. They, uh, they beat Georgia Tech. Uh, they beat uh, Florida Atlantic, lost to Louisville, a good Louisville team, 2014, and then uh, beat Sand, uh, South Carolina State. So going into this one here tonight, um, you know what? The the, the analytics uh, have um, UCF winning by a close, close margin. It just uh, SMU hasn't really played anybody. You know, when you look at the uh, the Mustangs, you know the who they played, right? The, yeah, TCU is uh, or yeah, they they played people. TCU is a good team. What I meant to say was they haven't beaten anybody. You know, they played TCU, they beat the, and they played Maryland, but uh, they they didn't beat those teams, right? At Maryland, at home to TCU, Georgia Tech, uh, they beat them at home, and they uh, they went to at Florida, the Central Florida beat Florida Atlantic on the road. I don't know. Uh, I don't, I really don't have a strong opinion on this game. Home home is uh, home is home, right? And when for college football teams, it's such a big. Um, but you know, this game's playing on a Wednesday. I don't know what the crowd's going to be like in uh, Central Florida, but um, yeah, I don't know. I think the total is where you want to lean this one. I think you might want to go over uh, this one here. That's where I'd lean. If I were to play this one, I would probably lean over the total. And uh, what's this line at right now? 61 and a half. Let me see if it moves at all. Uh, opened up at what? 65. Oh, it's coming down. See that line opened up at 65 and it's down to 61 and a half. So I don't like that. All right, you know what? When in doubt, get out. And uh, <laughs> sometimes, you know, the best tip I can give you, the best bet you make sometimes is the one you don't make. And that's what uh, that's how I feel here. Had SMU been at home, I'd feel a little bit more comfortable. But, uh, yeah, if I were to play Central Florida tonight, it would be on the money line. But, again, this line, uh, what did it open up at? This line opened up here at, uh, was it minus one or something like that? No, minus three. It went down to minus two, and it's back to minus three. Yeah, just... Too um too unpredictable, eh? College football, NFL this year, and uh, you know if you don't have a strong strong uh, opinion or your gut feeling tells you, you know, when in doubt, get out. That's what I think you should do. SMU has a locker room issues. Have a few top players wanting to transfer. You know what? And that's the thing with uh, college football right now with the uh, NIL and the transfer portal. Like I, I've got some coaches that I talk to uh, down uh, south and here in Canada, and that transfer portal is is it's too easy for the players to you know if they don't get their way boom out of there right transfer portal and uh, you know it's uh, and the NIL I just don't know how the NIL is going to work when when you got players making more money than than uh, some of your assistant coaches or even your your head coach right uh, you can't have that you can, unless you know you go to a different system but you can't have players making more money than your coaches even that doesn't it sounds weird saying that right but uh, yeah I just don't know how that's going to go uh, over uh, in the future and Lane Kiffin's on to something Lane Kiffin said it best uh, this year or last year eh? he says free agency is now in uh, in college sports and you know, again uh the the portal you know as soon as you know as soon as the player's not happy you know he can threaten the, the, the you know the program if it's a five-star recruit and he has the the program by the you know the short and curlies and he says i'm out of here it hurts the recruiting because a lot of good players want to follow a lot of good players right and uh, that's um it's it's hey, it's a whole new world in college sports right now
All right, let's get to uh, some of the other games here to tomorrow, uh, Friday. Yeah, this is Friday's game on the 7th. We've got Nebraska taking on Rutgers. Uh, we've got the Cornhuskers, a three-point road favorite, the over-under at 49. And we uh, we do have uh, Nebraska winning 24-22, over-under at 47.3. Total in that game, um, yeah, 47, and it's what, 49? So we do have like it to go under. What's the Kogo? Kogo, see, the Kogo's manageable at 48%. Kogo stands for chance of game going uh, over the total. And I'm just, I'm paralleling those two teams. I bet on and watched a few CFL games over the last two weeks. It's a lot more entertaining than I thought it would be, says uh, Ron B. Yeah, CFL football is good football. Ask, um, hey, ask Ocho Cinco, right? Chad Johnson, what did he say there about a month ago? That uh, when he, when Chad, if you go on Twitter and just uh, type in uh, Chad Johnson and uh, for the CFL, he thought he'd come up here and dominate, and he was really surprised when, um, yeah, when he saw the, the the the. This is what happened to Ocho Cinco. Our formula is this: <laughs> we go out, we hit people in the mouth. Yeah, he got hit in the mouth pretty good. CFL is good football. There's a lot of great CFL football players here, and. Um, you know the 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 uh, the players who come up here thinking that it's a cakewalk and it's just like a, you know a two game thing to get back to uh, the NFL. It's not like that at all. CFL football is very competitive and it's good football. All right, so we do have Nebraska winning by two. Uh, I got to change the logo here. I don't know why this logo shown the. Um, Houston Baptist logo, but uh, this is supposed to be the Cougars, and we do have Memphis winning by uh, two here, thirty to twenty-eight. The over/under at fifty-nine point four, so we do like it to go over the total at fifty-two point eight percent chance of winning here for Memphis, coming off a twenty-four-three over uh, Temple, and uh, Houston um, losing to uh, Tulane in their last game. Is that true? Tulane twenty-seven to four. So I'll keep an eye on that. Colorado State, man, those Colorado teams this year, I don't know what's going on over there, but Colorado is not uh, producing some good football. Anybody in Colorado, I know uh, the gent woodworker, maybe he's watching to tell us what's going on in uh, the state of Colorado because uh, right now uh, the the Rams and the uh, the Buffaloes not having a really good uh, stellar year, right? The Wolfpack, uh, let me see here, four-point favorite against Colorado State. And uh, they're coming off a 48-20 loss to Air Force. And uh, we got them winning this one 21-19. A very closer than we thought, right? T- closer than we thought. A 54.2% chance of winning here for the Wolfpack against the Rams. And the Kogos at 69%. Kogo stands for a chance of game going over the total. And look at the strength of schedule. Both these teams last three, 77%. Coming in battle-tested, yeah. Some ugly football, college and pro, says the gent Woodward. Yeah, yeah, football. Hey, the gent. hey, thank that's why you got a Colorado Rockies logo right there, right? Because hockey's uh, keeping you guys uh, entertained right now. Because and you know even the baseball wasn't that great. So yeah, it's a two boy, eh? In Denver, in Denver. All right, uh, but yeah, you know what? UNLV taking on the uh, Spartans right here. Spartans coming off a 33-16 win over Wyoming. The Rebels off a 31-20 uh, win over a loss over New Mexico. Oh, they won over New Mexico. They had the Lobos. 31 is the one by 11. We got the Spartans winning this one, and we got them winning by 10. 32-22, the over-under at 54.7. 81% chance of winning here on the Spartans. Purdue taking on the Maryland Turpins. Hey, the Turpins, uh, the Terps, a three-point home favorite. Now, Purdue coming off that big win, upset win against Minnesota. And uh, you know what? Let's see if Purdue can do it again. Go on the road. 
and uh, and Maryland. Maryland last game a 27-13 win over the uh, Spartans, Michigan State, and uh, yeah, so big win for Purdue. Let's see if they can you know put two together. And it's tough to win on the road in college sports, right? So we got a 31-30 victory here for Maryland. So we got Maryland winning, but not covering the spread, and we're giving the Terrapins a 50% chance of winning and four and one on the season. And for the um, Purdue Boilermakers, three and two on the year, 72% on the Kogo. All right, yeah, he likes that one. Uh, Michigan taking on the uh, Hoosers and uh, Indiana, a um, 22 and a half point home underdog in this one. Only a 10% chance of winning. Now, Michigan coming off a win over Iowa. Iowa's, let's, let's be honest. Hey, there's, um, you know, there, there's that uh, little receiver for Purdue. He used to be at Iowa last year. I can't forget. I forget his name, but he's a good little receiver. Um, and then he, he transferred. He transferred. He went to Purdue. And I went, because I remember Purdue played, uh, I think it was Penn State. And I saying, well, yeah, okay, how come, you know, that's the, the receiver last year that was at Purdue, uh, Iowa. Why did he transfer? Yeah, I know why now, because he knew the offense was not going to be good this year, probably his last year, and that's why he transferred, right? What's that receiver for Purdue? You know what? Now that I got this on my mind, I got to go get it. Uh, let me go to the uh, college football. Uh, let me go to depth charts by team. Let's go to the Big 12, uh, Big 10. Uh, Big 10. Let me go to my Purdue line right here. Unless you guys can tell me before I pull it up. Uh, the Charlie Jones? Yeah, Charlie Jones, right? That little receiver. Charlie Jones, 47 receptions, 588. And uh, played in Iowa last year, 21. He's got double the receptions this year compared to last year. He had 21 for 323. And he's already got 47 receptions in five games. You know, Iowa's a running team. <laughs> that's all uh, basically what I can say right there. And that's why Charlie Jones, uh, I, I bet you anybody who knows Charlie Jones says it, it, it's fifth, what is it, the third year? For, uh, let me see here. What year is Charlie in here? Yeah, he's going into his third year. I thought it was uh, more than that. Yeah, you know what? He just got tired of not getting the ball. That's why he transferred. But again, we just talked about the transfer portal, right? If you're not happy, that's what happens. Players, you know, it's. You, you, I understand both sides because if uh, you know a player like Charlie Jones wants to play in the NFL or the Canadian Football League or uh, the next level, he needs to be involved in the offense. And if Iowa wasn't on offense, wasn't getting the ball. Hey, I get it. I get why they transfer. But the thing is, as coaches, what do we stress all the time, right? Team. It's all about team, special teams, defensive team, offensive team. And, you know, but uh, there, there is some part of individualism. Hey, I don't want to say that 10 times. Individualism uh, involved in sports when you're trying to get to a certain level. But when you're part of a team, what's the, what's the thing you work for, right? You work towards winning the week, winning the day, and at the end, win playoffs and win championships, right? But uh, I, I get why Charlie Jones would want to get out of Purdue and uh, go to Maryland. I think I knew it. I knew that first game when they played, um, was it Penn State? That was on the national broadcast game. I think it was like a Thursday night. And I saw it was not the receiver from Iowa. And I bet you he left because he just wasn't, wasn't sold on the offense, right? Anyways, enough on Charlie Jones. Michigan against uh, Indiana. We have 39-19. So we got him winning by 20. Michigan, again, that's why I got on the Charlie Jones uh, bandwagon there, is because they played Iowa last week. Iowa is just anemic on offense. They got no offense and uh, 27-14. That that's not a really uh, an impressive score for a six rank. What are they? Michigan six rank team in the nation. This, that should have been a blowout, right? 
But you look at their schedule. They played cupcakes the first three weeks, and then they played Iowa, another cupcake, Indiana, another cupcake. We'll see next week when they play uh, Penn State if Michigan is for real. I got a feeling Penn State's going to put the boots to them. I, Penn State looks good. Offensively, defensively, they're a good football team. They're ranked 10th. Um, I think I think it's going to be the opposite. I think Penn State should be number 6 and Michigan number 10. Anyways, um, yeah, so we do have the, uh, the Wolverines winning this one. 39-19, the overrunner landing on 59.46. Kogo's at 86. Very, very high. Um, Eastern Michigan taking on the uh, the Broncos, and that game will be on Saturday. Michigan games on Saturday. So is or is that? Uh, let me see here. Is that the Saturday? Uh, let me see. Yeah, Saturday. All right. Uh, what else we got here? Yeah, Eastern Michigan against uh, Western Michigan. So we got some Mac play right here. Thirty to twenty six for the Broncos over the uh, Eagles. Fifty six point nine is what we have on the total. And uh, looking at the chance of winning, fifty eight point three for the Broncos. And um, let me see here. Uh, 43.14 for uh, Eastern Michigan. All right, Missouri. Hey, you know what? Wow. I was at, um, last week, I was at the Panda game here in Ottawa watching the Carlton play Ottawa U, and I was looking at my uh, scorecast on the on my app, and I was like, what? Missouri beating Georgia? What's going on here? And it was like in the second half, and I was like, okay, Georgia, hey, you can't run the board every week, and, and sometimes, you know, football teams and games are like styles of fights, right? I say this all the time. Anytime a certain team faces another team, it's it's like, the you know, a boxer facing a southpaw, right? The style of play that teams play, I guess Georgia, the way Missouri plays did not fit their style, but they found a way to win. And to me, uh, you know, defending champion Georgia Bulldogs found a way to win. Uh, Kirby Smart and his staff made some great adjustments, obviously, to win that game, 26-22. But uh, great teams find a way to win, and bad teams find a way to lose, right? Florida Gators coming off a 52-17 win over Eastern Washington. Uh, better be a win. Uh, minus 10 is the line. That's a big line. And Missouri, how are they going to rebound off that um, that you know devastating loss? You know, it's like you're in the 14, 15 round. You got the champion. You know, you got him on the ropes, and you, you know you're just you're jabbing, you're jabbing, you're jabbing, and all of a sudden the uppercut comes. Right? That's what happened last week to Missouri. A eh? 15 round jab, 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 and then boom. Old bulldog uppercut right there, and uh, this uh, <laughs> yeah came up and got the win. Um, tough tough spot. I, I, we'll see how the Tigers rebound. Normally a game like that, you just it's uh, it's tough to to you know you know you had them, you know you had them, and as long as the coaching staff from Missouri just you know next game the important we always say in football, what's the most important play in football? The next play. What's the more important game in football? The next game, right? You got to have that next game mentality, and if uh, Missouri has a good week of practice they should go in there and take care of business and uh, but you know according to our analytics 79.3 percent chance of winning here for the gators gators are just inconsistent right i know the quarterback for was it richardson for the gators every after week one wanted to give him the heisman and then uh, you know the pressure got to him and we'll see this weekend how the gators handle that pressure tennessee taking on the lsu tigers and you see the vols hey the vols are a good team um, minus three is the line. They're coming off a win. Now they're on the uh, bye week. Or did they play last week? Because the, the one thing with our system is that we, we only get the, the feeds on line games, right? So remember I told you guys on Monday, sometimes you'll see that, um, you know, like for instance, Tennessee might have played a, uh, you know, Division two team last week, but we, we don't carry those lines, right? So I'll have to take a look. Maybe they've been off for 13 days. 
but um, I'll take a look at that after. Uh, minus three is the line. 64 is the total. Um, hey, LSU is, you know, they're not the same type of LSU that we're used to see with Coach O there, right? Uh, Kelly, Brian Kelly is there. It's, it takes time to, to implement your your recruiting, um, t- you know, um, recruits. It takes time to implement your your, your philosophy, uh, the environment you're trying to create. Just stay off the dance floor, Brian. Hey, if I'm just going to say one thing, just stay off the dance floor with your recruits. Nobody wants to see that. 60.4% chance of winning here on the Volunteers. 39.5 for the Tigers. And we got the total landing on 59.3. And uh, should be a good one. Arkansas. Tough one last way. Hey, you, you got Bama in your house. And, um, you know, Alabama's Alabama, right? Nick Saban. They made a nice little comeback. But, uh, you know, they, they uh, the Crimson Tide just flexed their muscle there in the second half. 49-26. Mississippi State. Hey, the Pirate. Mike uh, Mike Leach, one of my favorite co- coaches. Hey, Hal Mummy, Mike Leach, uh, Dana Horgerson, uh, who else? Kingsbury, all the Air Raid guys. Um, yeah, uh, I'm an Air Raid guy. I love Air Raid. And Air Raid is a type of offense. And uh, Mississippi State is um, minus 9.5 point. 59.5 is the total. A bit of a high line, though, right? A little bit of a high line. I have to take a look at my value. Look at my value index, 14.2. Um, but I don't lay points. I, lo- I love Leach, but I'm not laying 9.5 in this one, and I'm not taking the money line. A 65.4% chance. Arkansas, um, how are they going to rebound off that loss, right? Uh, it's it's you know when you lose it's hard and as a coach the biggest thing to do is motivate your team to to get back on track right and now you got to go to Mississippi State you got to face the Bulldogs it's going to be tough Buffalo and Bowling Green we got the uh, the Falcons winning 30-28 TCU taking on Kansas hey the Jayhawks they um hey you know what I tip my hat off to them I had Iowa State on the money line last uh, week and um uh you know what you just got to tip your hat and um, Iowa Kansas uh, Iowa State had a chance to either tie it or win it last week, and um, unfortunately, it didn't come through. But hey, again, you got to tip off your ass to the Jayhawks. But it's going to get tough this week against TCU as a six and a half point home underdog. But the one thing I can tell you from my experience, teams like this, where you think, okay, you know, they should have lost last week, they should lose this uh, this week to TCU. They just they they find ways to win. And to me, if you're going to touch this game. You got to go with Kansas. I know a lot of sharps and everybody's going to be on TCU thinking, okay, now you're playing with the big boys. Trust me, these type of teams, uh, I've seen it all before. You think, okay, you know what? Here, here comes the big boys. Uh, now they're going to show them who's boss. Uh, I, normally, these things, you got to go with that uncomfortable pick. I think Kansas is a play this week. Texas taking on the Sooners. Now, Boomer Sooners losing to TCU 55 24. That, um, yeah, well, 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 let me see. Uh, (laughs) Our formula is this Well they got punched in the mouth there We go out we hit people in the mouth Yeah they got punched in the mouth there I'm trying to look at a good sound but I don't found a I need see I'm I'm losing my uh, uh, I'm losing my rhythm here Hey, I needed a good sound bite to go on that But uh, maybe how about this one Uh, Playoffs (laughs) don't talk about Playoffs There you go. you kidding me Playoffs? A little late, but it's there. All right, so the Sooners, a seven half point home underdog to the Longhorns. You know what? Anytime you get these these big games, uh, is this the, um, the the Red River rivalry? Is this the one? Or the, yeah, I think so. Right? Is that the uh, the big one here? Um, seven half point road favorite. 
Your runner is at 65. Yeah, let me know. Is this the the uh, the big? Uh, I don't even know what's called anymore. It's been changed so many times. The name, but uh, we do have Texas winning this one, 37-27. The over under at 64.9. So we got Texas winning by 10. And again, you know, people, the public's going to see that last game from the uh, the Sooners and they say, you know what, they got smoked, they got spanked. There's no way that you know Texas coming off that big win over West Virginia. And remember, um, you know, the Ross is Benjamin's philosophy, right? A team. Comes Coming off a straight-up ATS loss against a team coming off a straight-up an ATS win. You know, the law of average tells you the Sooners to play, right? So maybe the Sooners play, but keep in mind, we're only given a 25.5% chance of winning, 74.4 for the Longhorns. All right, uh, we got uh, Louisville taking on Virginia. We do have uh, the Cardinals winning this one, 27-24. The over-under at 52.2, 57.6% chance of winning. Yes, it is. It's the last uh, Red River shootout. Yes, it, it will be the last. Why? Why is it the last, Mark? Do you know why is it the last one? This is like a tradition here. Why would you mess with that, right? It's like the Jug Bowl with Minnesota, Michigan. Why would you mess with that? Akron taking on Ohio, thirty-six twenty-three. As we have as a score, uh, we got the Bobcats winning there. Georgia Southern against Georgia State. Hey, I know one thing: a team named Georgia is going to win. And we do have the uh, the Southern. Uh, uh, was it the Eagles right here? Well, what's uh, Georgia Southern's uh, nickname? Uh, so anyway, the Panthers is for Georgia State. We do have uh, Southern winning 33-32. The over-under at 65.9. A 30.7% chance of winning for Georgia State compared to 49.2. Oklahoma, oh yeah, moving to the SEC. That's right. That's right. You're, you are correct, sir. Yes. Okay. Um, Cincinnati taking on the South Florida Bulls. We got the Bearcats winning this one, 42-18. The over-under at 61.1. Tulsa taking on Navy. Navy coming off a uh, 13-10 loss to Air Force. Competitive, but they're still uh, losing record on the year. And uh, 23-29 favoring the uh, the Hurricane. Uh, Tulsa winning this one with a 58.83% uh, chance of winning. Ball State taking on the Chippewas. We got uh, Central Michigan winning this one. 34-25, the over-under at 60.2. A 65.4% trend. Tracy Ham. Tracy Ham. Oh, the Eagles. Okay, yeah, Tracy Ham. Yeah, Canadian football. Football League legend Tracy Ham, best hey, Tracy Ham to me with Damon Allen, the two best CFL quarterbacks that can run the football. You know the the trick in, in the winning uh, in the CFL because there's only three downs. If you got a quarterback who can run, it's like having an extra running back. And Tracy Ham and Damon Allen, the two best uh, running quarterbacks in CFL history. Um, let me see here, sixty-five point four for the Chippewas. Toledo taking on Northern Illinois. And uh, we got the uh, Rockets winning this one, 33-26, over-under at 59. Wisconsin, the um, uh, didn't they fire their coach this week, uh, Paul Chris? Is he gone? I, I know there was rumors, and I've been so busy this week. I thought I saw he got fired, or they let him go, or he's going to let it go at the end of the year. I'm not, I wasn't too sure what the story was there. 26-16, the over-under landing on 43.2. And uh, Wisconsin coming off a 34-10. Yeah, that probably got him fired right there. Penn State winning last week. That was a wet one, right? Against uh, Northern um, um, Northwestern against Penn State. That was a, a wet game. 17-7 for Penn State. Kent State taking on Miami. We got the uh, we got the the Golden Flashes winning this one, 28-26. Liberty, I love Liberty. Hey, you guys been if you're a member of the uh, premium picks, I've been on Liberty about five times, three, four times this year. The only time I didn't take them is when they're that big favorite, uh, the game before Old Dominion. I had Liberty last week as my free play, and uh, today 
Uh, I'm not laying 25 points on the uh, the Flames. You freeze, great great head coach. Hey, okay? I don't. I'll, he'll he'll have to get a job somewhere somewhere, right? Liberty, um, UAB taking on Middle uh, Tennessee State. We got uh, the Blazers winning this one, 30 to 20. We got the Pirates. Hey, eh? the Pirates, a four point road underdog against uh, the Green Wave in New Orleans. Um, yeah, a little story time with Ron here. So in uh, 1995, I was coaching a team here in Ottawa. It was an all-star team. And there was a gentleman uh, in the um, in New Orleans. He, um, uh, the leprechauns, the, the Kenner leprechauns. I'm pretty sure people in the Louisiana will know the uh, Kenner leprechauns, the football team. Well, he invited three teams to come up. Uh, no, a team from Ottawa, a team from Montreal, a team from Hamilton. There was a team from uh, Louisiana, Kenner. And the team, we, we he rented the Superdome, and these were, were Bantam-age players. So that would be about 15, 16-year-olds, right? So uh, we went down to Louisiana, and uh, we played um, in, a, in a tournament. And one of the games was at Tulane Stadium at the uh, the Green Wave Stadium. And uh, and then the, the, the finals were at the Superdome. But what a great experience that was. So anytime I, I, I think of Tulane, I think of that stadium where we went and we played the uh, the Kenner Leprechaun. So little story time with Ron, and now you know the rest of the story on that uh, little bit of history right there, right? All right, so East Carolina at Tulane. So we got uh, the uh, the Pirates coming in, putting the upset here, 26-23. Texas Tech taking on the uh, Oklahoma State Cowboys. Mike Gundy, I'm a man, I'm 40. Hey, doing a hell of a job there with the uh, the Cowboys. And a uh, 9.5 point favorite against uh, the Red Raiders. And uh, we do like uh, Oklahoma State in this one. 38-28. So we got them winning by 10. But look at the hook. Hey, will that hook come into play? And a 64% chance of winning today for Oklahoma State. Virginia Tech taking on the Pitt Panthers. Panthers a 14.5-point favorite. The over-under at 41.5. And we do like the uh, the Panthers to win this one. 31-14, the over-under landing on 46.1. Uh, the Utah Utes. Did you say Utes? Yeah, I said Utes. Uh, against the Bruins, UCLA. 32-26 for Utah. Three and a half point road favorite. The over-under at 64. And we do have the uh, Utes winning at 64% chance of winning that game. Auburn taking on the uh, Georgia Bulldogs, who got a little bit of a scare last week against Missouri. And uh, Auburn coming off that uh, 21-17 loss to LSU. A game where they came up, uh, you know, came up flying right out of the gate, right? 88 out of the gate. And uh, yeah, they couldn't uh, close the deal. What do they have? A 17-3 or 17 nothing lead in that game. And uh, here comes the... Uh, uh, Louisiana State Bulldogs, right? They're uh, the Tigers. And uh, yeah, so we do have Georgia winning this one 37 to 10, the over under landing on 48. Duke Blue Devils against the uh, Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. We do have a close one here. Look at that. We have Duke, a three point road favorite, the over under at 53 and a half, and uh, 26.9 to 26.08 favoring Georgia Tech. And uh, look at the chance of winning 51.7 for Duke, 51.06. Too close to call. All right, Miami taking on the uh, North Carolina Tar Heels. Now the uh, the Canes losing last week to Middle Tennessee State, 45-31. Hey, you got to beat the Beatables, right? Got to beat the Beatables. And uh, North Carolina off a 38-17 win over Virginia Tech. And we're giving the, um, the Tar Heels a 46% chance of winning. We got the Buckeyes taking on the Spartans. We got uh, Ohio State at 27 point, almost a four touchdown favorite against uh, Mel Tucker and the uh, Michigan State Spartans. We're going to go with uh, Ohio State in this one, 48 23, over under at 72. Eh? 72 was the total, 65.5. So we got flying over the total. 
Arizona State fired uh, Herm Edwards, and now Washington Huskies are going to come in as a 14-point road favorite. We do like the Huskies winning this one, 38-21, the over-under at 60.5. And uh, looking at Ole Miss taking on the Vanderbilt Commodores. Uh, Vanderbilt off the uh, last uh, last, uh, um, game was a 55-3 loss to Bama. And uh, you can see Miss Ole Miss coming off that uh, win over Kentucky. And... uh, was Ole Miss a favorite in that game? I thought it was a seven-point line, right? I think uh, it was a seven-point line. I don't know. I forget who was favored. I want to say uh, I want to say Kentucky was favored, but anyways, it was a 22-19 uh, win for the uh, the Rebels and uh, Lane Kiffin now going to Vanderbilt take on the Commodores. 35-17 is our final. Western Kentucky, the Hilltoppers taking on UTSA. Hey, that's another team I've been riding. Liberty and UTSA and James Madison, my under the radar, hey, top secret teams that I'm betting on. Now the now the top secrets out. Hey, hey, cats out of the bag. I like this party, hey baby. Hey baby, we're gonna be here all day. We're gonna be here all day, baby. I like this kind of party. Yeah, we like this kind of party. Yeah, UTSA is against uh, Western Kentucky. 73 and a half is the total. Eh? Every time, you, in my experience with these high totals, they always go over. Eh? You think uh, 73 and a half is going to go under. There's no way. And next thing you know, the, the, you know, the, the game fit lands on 74 or something. You know? 39-28 is the final. 68.1 is the total. So even though our analytics has it, uh, look at the Kogo, 5%. Yeah, you know what? Um, <laughs> stay away. Southern Miss against Troy. Uh, we got the Trojans winning this one. 24-21. Wyoming taking on the Lobos. We do have Wyoming winning this one. 18-15 in a low-scoring affair. Look at the total. 36.5. UTEP taking on the uh, the Bulldogs. Louisiana Tech. And uh, we do have... Um, Wow, another close one. We have uh, the Bulldogs winning 27.7 to 27.6 over under at 55. But uh, look at the Cal. Cal favoring the Miners at 50% chance of winning. Hey, Connecticut, Jim Moore Jr. Hey, don't look now, but uh, he's, he might be turning that program around. A win last week against Fresno State. Congratulations to the Husky. Um, hey, so, uh, big win uh, last week. Now they go to Florida International. And uh, we got 28-23 favoring the Huskies. Appalachian State taking on the Texas State Bobcats. We do have the Mountaineer, uh, the Mountaineers winning this one, forty to nineteen. The over/under at uh, fifty-nine point eight. James Madison, eh, my under-the-radar team that I've been uh, taking all along, eleven uh, half point road favorite against uh, Arkansas State, and we do like James Madison winning this one, thirty-one twenty-four. A seventy-four percent chance of winning here for James Madison. Air Force taking on Utah State. We're going to go with the uh, the Falcons of this one, 37-27. we got Clemson, 36. Boston College, 16. The over-under at 52.3. Uh, Dabo Sweeney's got the Tigers on a 5-0 run right now. And a 91% chance of winning. But you know what? These are always dangerous games, right? Teams from the south going up to the uh, uh, upper state or the colder weather. I don't know what the weather is going to be in the match suit this weekend, but uh, keep an eye on that. Washington State taking on USC. Hey, this will, this will be a good one. This will be a good one here. 13-point favorite. Hey, I know uh, Lincoln Riley, a uh, bit of a cupcake. Uh, you know, the thing that I don't like what Lincoln Riley did is in this perceptions everything, right? As soon as Oklahoma found out they're going to SEC, he bolts. Well, you know, to me, that I don't like that. I just like, why would you bolt on your program, right? A program, and then you go to USC. I get it. USC is a, a storied program. But to me, I look at that. It's like, you know what? That tells me you didn't want to compete in the SEC, 
and you bolted. Maybe if I'm wrong, let me know. That's that's the perception I see right there, right? I I, I don't like that. I don't like that, especially when you're making a history with, with the, you know what you're doing at Oklahoma. I, I just wish you didn't do that. Uh, Thirty-seven twenty-seven. But I like Washington State this week here. All right. Uh, let me see here. Uh, let me see. Let's go. Notre Dame taking on BYU. I got uh, the Notre Dame winning this one, 26-25. Uh, the over-under at 52.07. And let me see here. I'm just going to fix something right here. Boom. All right. Uh, let me see here. Iowa taking on Illinois. 24-12. The over-under landing on 36.9. So we do have the uh, fight in the line eye. Off that big win last week against Wisconsin. Kansas State taking on Iowa State. We do have the Wildcats winning this one, 25-19. Army over, um, no, Army losing the Wake Forest, 42-22. The over-under at 65.05. Kentucky off that loss to Ole Miss. And uh, minus 10 is the line here. 49 is the total. We do have the Wildcats winning this one, 29-21. Texas A&M taking on the Alabama Crimson Tide. Look at that. Hey, this is the game. Uh, uh, <laughs> hey, I don't think uh, was it um, Jimbo Fisher. I don't think he's he wasn't looking forward to this game. I don't think he slept all week. Uh, Nick Saban's just licking his chops for this game. Twenty three and a half is the favorite. Uh, the line fifty one and a half is the total. This is gonna be tough. It's gonna be tough for the Aggies. It all depends how they approach this game. Thirty six fourteen. The over under at fifty one point two. The uh, Coastal Carolina Santa Clears taking on the uh, UL Monroe. We do have the Santa Clears winning 36-17. Florida State 25. North Carolina State, the Wolfpack, a three-point favorite. Uh, coming off a 30-20 loss to Clemson. We got them winning 27-25. We got the Ducks beating the Wildcats 37-24. Fresno taking on the uh, Broncos. Boise State 25. Fresno 18. And um, San Diego State, the Aztecs, 32. Hawaii, 16. And the last game on the board, we got Oregon State taking on the Stanford Cardinal, 25-22, the over-under at 47.9. And now you know the rest of the story. All right, uh, let me see here. Oklahoma moving to the Eagles. Ole Miss favored by 6.5. Yep, they were favored by 6.5. All right, let's uh, get on to the next uh, agenda, and uh, what I normally do. And you know what? It's you know it's a, it's a it's a quiet Wednesday, not a lot going. You know the baseball is not that good, so I figure you know what today let's go through the entire board of college football. This way, if you want to see our forecast, now you know the uh, uh, the rest of the story. But um, again, I'm going to show you guys something that's, uh, you know, it's really worth looking when you're looking at uh, the law of average, right? I don't know if you guys used this theory last week. Hopefully it worked out for you. But again, I'll use the NFL. College football is too long. What you want to do is you want to play on a team that lost against the spread last week, straight up and against the number, um, against a team that lost straight up. No, you want to play on a team that lost straight up and against the spread versus a team that won straight up against the number. And you can see the Packers here uh, lost against the spread last week against the Giants. Miami Dolphins against the Jets. That's the law of average play this week. Tampa Bay against the Falcons. Uh, Tampa Bay has lost two now in a row against the point spread. Chargers against the Browns. Cleveland losing last week in Atlanta. So they are the, uh, the, um, uh, the law of average play this week. Detroit taking on the Patriots now. See... Think of the mindset going into this game. Everybody saw, you know, they saw that the New England Patriots went to Lambeau Field. They were very competitive. And uh, going into the game, uh, they they figured they were going to kill the Patriots. Patriots are very competitive. But again, now this week, New England, a three and a half point favorite. 
Everybody's going to be on the Patriots this week. I'm telling you, Detroit could be the play. And then the Panthers. The Panthers, well, they, you know, too much pressure on Matt Rule right now. I think, you know, Matt Rule, uh, he's probably, you know, dead man walking right now, right? And San Francisco off that big win on uh, Monday night coming in. Um, I wouldn't touch this game. I, I know the law of average is Carolina, but it's, it's part of the theory. But uh, I wouldn't touch that game. I think Detroit is the team you want to look at. I think, um, uh, yeah, th- that's probably the only one I would consider right now for Wednesday. All right, so that's the law of average theory. Let's take a look at the uh, top sports betting options for this week. And uh, let me go to uh, college football and your top three sports betting option. New Mexico plus three against Wyoming. However, it's a C-type team. Central Florida uh, against SMU. Hey, they've been neutral 26 days, a 45, uh, 45.4% chance of winning. Louisville, hey, Louisville minus three against Virginia, uh, neutral 26 days. And against C-type teams, though, they only win 33% of their game. But the daily market value says we had the um, the Cardinals at minus 9.2, and we got a 57.6% chance of winning here on the Cardinal uh, against Virginia. Boise State coming in at number four against Fresno and Tulsa. Your fifth betting option at Navy uh, this weekend, a six and a half point favorite. And we're giving them also in the DMVI six and a half. So fair market value if you do like Tulsa and a 58.3% chance of winning against the um, Navy. All right. So there you have it. That is the uh, top sports betting options for week number, um, the, number six. I think it's number six in college football. Let's get to. We're talking about practice. Not a game. Not a game. We're talking about practice practice man i mean how silly is that how silly is that um you know what i was gonna do nfl but i'll do nfl on football friday that's what we do here um today in major league baseball top trends are your friends but they don't pay the rent the over 9-0-1 for cincinnati as a home team coming off a one-run win uh this season uh the orioles 8-1 as a pick in the 120 home favorite during night games this year Texas Rangers 10 and 2 as a pick in the 120 home underdog coming off a day game the last 3 years. The under 10 and 2 for San Diego as a 140-160 home favorite coming off a 4 run win since 1996. That's pretty good. And let me see if I have any other good uh, mic drop offs right here. Just take a look down here. Uh, this is pretty good. Texas Rangers 9 and 2 as a pick in the 120 home underdog coming off two unders the last six years and that is your top 80 percent club stats and trends for today october 5th all right that was the show for today and again don't forget you can follow the rain report each and every day right here at atsstats.com and if you want to get uh, the rain report it's only four dollars 99 cents for the week and you can come and kick the tires get uh, my beer and pizza money picks and you can also get the rain report on every game the computer picks all the tools in the toolbox and uh, later on watch out for my basketball uh, preseason picks at bballpicks.com also i'll put in my picks at bball uh, bullpenpicks.com and i'll put in my preseason hockey picks right here later on at hockeypicks.com all right there it is that's the show for today and i'll be back here on a thirsty thursday Hope you guys have a great rest of your day. As always, shop for value, play those percentages. I'll see you back here tomorrow on another Rim Report. Cheers. Hello again, everybody. Harry Carey from Wrigley Field on a beautiful day for baseball. To be the man, you've got to be the man. Joe, the Chiefs. Owns. 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 I don't know. 
struggling. Can we have fun? You're damn right. I demand that we have fun. Put that coffee down. Coffee's for closers only. Three cash, homie. Holy cow! This is a dog-eat-dog world, Sammy, and I'm wearing milk-bone underwear. Let's go to eat a goddamn snack. Now, if you want to crown them, they crown their ass. But they are who we thought they were. And we let them go.